back to the Mindset Design Podcast. This is Arlen, and I am very excited to finally be back making a podcast. Uh, every single year, the Spotify Wrapped comes out, and the last two years I've been doing this podcast, I always get mentioned in people's stories, and they're like, listen to Arlen Moore's Mindset Design Podcast for thousands of minutes, and I'm just like, holy shit. Why am I not putting out more podcasts? People love these things. I am excited today. I have a lot of topics that I want to bring up here, and I'm very excited to go through them. Um, So the first thing I want to talk about today is just the fact that life is really pretty simple. I think that there's a lot of, um, you know, and by the way, if you're listening to this, there is going to be a video here. So if if I mention that I'm pulling something up on the screen, that's on my YouTube channel. You'll just be able to search the name of this podcast, and then it's Arlen Moore lifestyle design youtube channel on youtube uh but if you're listening to this doesn't really matter you know i'll be descriptive all right so life is pretty simple right um you have pretty much like five areas of life that are that are of importance okay you have your net worth right your your wealth your money situation you have your work and success right your business your passion project whatever that is you have yourself, so like personal hobbies you like to engage in, whether that's travel, whether that's like, uh, you know, you really want to get into skydiving or something like that. You have your um, family and friends, your social life and your romantic life. And then the last chord category is really just like the simple daily non-negotiables. For example, going on a walk in nature, going, doing meditation a little bit every day, doing prayer, whatever it is for you. And it's simple because if you just define what you want in those areas of life, and by the way, when I, when I say define, I mean writing down what you want, right? This is what I help people do in Maxi. Maxi is a tool. You can go to joinmaxi.com, check out the, the testimonials, what other people saying about it. I don't really need to sell it. It just sells itself. Um, but Maxi helps people define their life and then give them a system to figure out how to get those things um, and create a, essentially like a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly action plan. Um, but... And that's, and so what, uh, what you do is you just write, you just figure out what you want in those areas. And what I recommend doing is just 10Xing what you think is possible. Because uh, if you read a book, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone, you know, he shows that if you set a goal, chances are you're going to come up short. So would you rather set a goal of making $100,000 and coming up short on 100000 or setting a goal of making a million and coming up short on a million, right? So essentially, choose what you want and don't limit yourself whatsoever, shoot for the stars and make sure that in every single goal, this is like a good little hack here that I've recently been thinking about. Whenever you set a a large goal, I think it's a really good idea to make it like, you know, it's big enough. If it, if a, it makes you uncomfortable and B, you have no idea how it could possibly happen because what happens is when you set a goal, that's doable. When you think in your mind, like, Oh yeah, I could probably make that happen. Then you don't engage the subconscious at all. And that's the key to achieving big things. When you set a goal that's so big, it almost makes you feel like, how the hell could I do this? You engage your supercomputer of your brain. You're typically right now, I mean, most people uh, are typically only using about 2% of their brain. The capacity, uh, like you have, like that's, imagine that's like having a million dollars in the bank and you can only spend 20,000 of it, right? People are only using 2% of their brain's capacity. Why? Because they aren't setting big enough goals and they aren't engaging their subconscious. What does the subconscious do? Well, when you have a big goal that you can't, with your current brain capacity, the 2% that you normally have access to, 
you can't figure it out with that. Well, it you set the big goal, it engages the other 98% that is is hidden, right? It's not really conscious thought all the time, but it's there. And you know, you literally have this quantum supercomputer in your brain that can compute and figure out basically how to do anything. So my uh, my message to you today on this, and I just looked at the calendar, it's December 1st. Um, why don't I do a podcast every day? I mean, fuck it. I'm doing a, if you didn't know, I'm doing a vertical vlog every day. I'm posting them on reels and TikTok as well. So why not do a, a, a podcast every day as well? There's really no excuse. You know, I can definitely, I'm going to Miami tomorrow morning, but like, fuck it, let's just do it. If you guys like this, then DM me the word podcast with your feedback on this podcast. So I know that people are listening because I do see stats, but it's nice to see comments and podcasts don't typically have comments. So, you know, that, that is what it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, so let's do podcasts every day. And that was really my, my first topic was just making sure that you set big goals. Okay. Because if you don't do that, then you're not going to be engaging your full potential. And why would you, that's just not fun. You know, you're just going to be bored. You're going to be like, oh, I'm in the same routine. Like it's predictable, boring set a goal that makes you uncomfortable. Okay. Um, let me look at and talk about real quick. Let's talk about how fortune favors the action taker, not the overthinker. So while it is important, obviously, to think about your goals, um, and by the way, before I go into this, notice too how I'm talking a lot about goal setting in December. I was actually speaking with Maggie and Emma yesterday about this, um, and we were talking about how like the most successful people, they get ready for the new year like a month before. So this is the time right now to start planning 2022. Don't plan it when everyone else is. Like Be early. Be ahead of the curve. Okay, so back to that uh, point there. When you um, recognize this quote, fortune favors the action taker, not the overthinker. What what that does and what that does to your mind is it shows you that if you just take action, even if you don't exactly know if it's going to be the right action, it will build momentum. Okay, and so let me give you a little example of this. I recently started doing these vertical vlogs where I'm making like a two, three minute video every single day and posting it on TikTok and uh, Reels. This was an intuitive thought that I got in the middle of the night I woke up. I was like, I need to do this. Um, the algorithm on TikTok is just like not loving it. The people who are watching it are loving it, but I'm still doing it. Okay. And I'm in this flow state now of just like putting stuff out there and creating content. And because I'm in this flow state now, I'm able to create more YouTube videos like this one or podcasts like this you're listening to. And it just feels great. So uh, there's a really good book I think is worth revisiting the concept. It's actually um, the five-second rule. I'm sure everyone at this point has followed me for a while and knows about it, but it's a really good reminder. You know, Whenever you get the intuition to just do something for yourself, whether it's go to the gym, whether it's go to the grocery store and buy some healthy food, whether it's start a YouTube channel or make a TikTok, don't think about it. Just take action because fortune favors the action taker, not the overthinker. Okay. And when you learn that, it's, it's really nice, it's really uh, enlightening because you start to do it and you start to see, ah, I didn't think that was going to work, but then I just took the action and ultimately, in retrospect, like I see how it, it like compounded over time and then it worked out, right? So that's something else that's been on my mind. Um, another thing that's been on my mind is I recently read and I picked up this book, uh, The Daily Laws by Robert Greene. And this was after, let's see, the daily laws. I'm just typing this up. Um, and I got this book because I he he just released it. He's also the author of the 48 Laws of Power, which is just talks about uh, power dynamics, control, 
you know, and, and how those can be used on you, but how you can also effectively use them in your life to attract people and clients and whatever it is that you want, romantic interests. Um, the daily laws is just like, you know, a law every day that you read. But this got me also curious just about where kind of he was inspired by Robert Greene. And I watched some of his podcasts that he went as he did this like podcast door to mention the new book. And he mentioned The Prince by Machiavelli. And um, Niccolo Machiavelli was, you know, from 500 years ago, wrote this book basically about, um, uh, well, hold on, Niccolo Machiavelli book. Yeah, so he wrote this book basically on like power dynamics and how the people who had power over the last centuries, you know, kept and maintained power even when bad stuff happened. So I'm just reading this from the inter- from Wikipedia. The general theme of the prince is of accepting that aims of the pr- of princes, such as glory and survival, can justify the use of immoral means to achieve those ends. And I can relate to this a lot because uh, in this in this past uh, you know in the past like several years really, I've been in certain business partnerships where I noticed that there was some um, some like just like immoral activity going on, like manipulation tactics. And, uh, yeah, immoral means to uh, achieve and maintain power and continuing making money. And I just found this very fascinating and got interested in it because I'm someone who, like, I have such a pure heart, if you can't tell. If you can't tell, but, like, following me for a while, I'm like, I have such probably rose-tinted glasses on the world and, like, think that everyone at their core is just good. But I learned, like, recently it's not always true, you know? And there's people who, there's, there's people who just aren't good out there. And who, who, you know, not necessarily aren't good, but they are not afraid to use manipulation tactics to get what they want. And so that, that's something that you can learn about by reading The Prince, by reading The 48 Laws of Power, by reading The Daily Laws, which is also an interesting one. I was reading uh, a page out of this book about seduction this morning. And um, just to share what it was, it was basically what it was saying was... Um, and funny enough, I'm doing this podcast. It was like, don't talk about yourself too much. Let people reveal themselves to you. Okay. So it's good because I have this nice outlet. Now I can do this podcast every day. Now when I go and meet people, I don't feel compelled to talk about myself that much because I've let it out. Right. So if you have somewhere, some kind of medium where you can just talk and there's another way I recommend actually doing this. And it's called having a, um, a, sorry, it's called having, I call it like a, uh, drama buddy. Okay. So a drama buddy is someone where we all have, you know, desires to talk and maybe even spread a little gossip or drama. And if you don't have a concentrated way of like talking about that, whether it's drama or whether it's like the book you read or whatever, if you don't have someone that you can just dump all that on, then you're going to be spreading it on to various people without even having any control over it. So if you pick someone in your life, in your social circle, who you can just call up on the phone and just talk to for like a straight hour a week and just let out all the shit that's been festering, then you're going to be able to just like, when you meet any normal person on the street, you're going to be able to, uh, or, or really just, you know, anyone you might have romantic interest in, or if you're on a sales call for your business or whatever it might be, um, or just in like normal friend to friend interaction, you're going to be able to listen a lot more effectively because you've already dumped the shit. Whereas 99% of other people don't understand this. So uh, they're going to be the one wanting to dump their stuff on you. And what happens is when you listen to people and you are able to repeat what they said back to you, show that you're listening, this has a very seductive effect uh, because people like to be heard. They like to feel mirrored. They like, especially when you mirror back to them, you know, what they say makes you seem a lot more um, charismatic. So, um, 
so yeah, so I would definitely recommend checking out anything by Robert Greene just to learn about power dynamics. Not that you necessarily should be using them, but I mean, you should, and you should just be aware of them because they're happening, whether you have believed the world and everyone is full of love or, or not. Um, power is just something that happens. So the last thing I really want to, um, or the two, two other things I want to talk about, um, uh, this concept that I came across, I read this book called, um, the way of men by Jack Donovan, who I recently found out someone, someone told me, I should probably Google this, but someone told me he's gay and he wrote this book about like the way of men. It's a very masculine, seems like it would be written by like a very straight male. I guess you might, I mean, I don't see why it had to have been, but uh, Jack Donovan is an American far-right writer, activist, self-described masculinist. Donovan is an influential figure in the alt-right until he uh, disavowed the movement in 2017. Um, he has various time advocating male supremacy. What? Whoa. He has a various time advocating male supremacy, white nationalism, fascism, and political disenfranchisement of women. That's pretty aggressive. Um Wow, I didn't even like do the research on the book. I just saw the title and just. But anyway, there's still a concept that comes up in that book, and uh, Joe Rogan recently like reposted it, and it is that hard times create strong men, strong times create good men, good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. I'm just gonna pull this up, uh, but I'll say it again: hard times create strong men. Um, it's this cycle, right? If you look this up, you can just. Google hard times create strong men, and then it will show this cycle. And basically what this shows is like, like imagine yourself, right? Like when you go through a tough time in life, let's say it's a breakup or it is a bad business partnership or something like that. You go through a hard time and then you kick yourself into gear and you become strong, right? You work on yourself. You go to the gym. You know, when you hit rock bottom, you're influenced to like work on yourself and get better and get out of that trap. Then you go into good times, right? So because you've worked so hard, you enjoy the fruits of your labor, maybe it makes money, maybe because you're putting all that you're working out, you're making money, you get a girlfriend, right? And now you're just like set and everything in your life is good. And because everything in your life is good, you no longer really push yourself as hard because you have everything you want physically, right? And then what happens is because you have everything you want, you stop becoming, you stop being that hard, strong man and you become weak, okay? And so this is, I think, really what David Goggins means when he says like, stay hard. Like if you if you know who David Goggins is, if you don't know who he is, you should definitely look him up. But he's always saying like, stay hard, stay hard. Basically means like never let yourself rest. Never let yourself be uh, not like never let yourself rest. Obviously, like sleep is important for recovery and a lot of that. Um, but uh, but, you know, never let yourself like get get soft, basically. You know, that's why I think like the whole cold cold shower movement is good. Um you know, not all the time, not every day, but you know, a, c- a couple times a week, just throw it on cold, just to remind yourself, like, hey, stay hard, don't be a pussy, <laughs> basically. Um, and and also just the idea of like doing shit that you don't want to do. You know, like you might, like for example, I'll probably wake up tomorrow. Uh, I got my flight early in the morning. I'm gonna be like, damn, I really want to take a day off from this podcast. But like, why? Right? Like, stay hard. Fuck it. Do it. Get it done. So. Um, yeah, I mean, and this also came up too. I was thinking a lot about just like cryptocurrency, and I, I also recently watched Fight Club for the second time. And um, you know, there's it's this very like anarchist uh, view of the world where you know you have these men who are in these like cubicle jobs and like working as waiters, and like the world is so soft, and they're just being you know basically their wife's bitch. And 
uh, they're unhappy and unfulfilled. And so Tyler Durden comes along, right? And I don't want to spoil it for those of you who haven't seen it. It's an incredible movie. But Tyler Durden comes along and is basically like, hey, like, let's beat the shit out of each other. And, like, experience what it really feels like to be a man. And then it becomes this whole movement. They start, you know, essentially, like, tearing down, uh, like, the world and, like, the credit card system. And it's, yeah. So, they're, you know, it's, it's a bit anarchist and all. But it just goes to show, like, like when you're soft, when every, in this comfort built world that we live in where everything is so convenient and you don't have to hunt for food like you can get soft so this is just this part of the podcast is really just a reminder to stay hard and i think too a lot of this like weakness that we're seeing in society is going to fuck everything up i mean look at the inflation that is happening right now um because the government's getting just too weak and comfortable just printing money and printing money and we just make some more we just make some more money, right? It's just this like lull into toxicity and weakness. And if you just shift over to crypto and buy some Bitcoin, which there's only limited supply ever, it's easily transferable, it's secure, it's fast to transfer, and it is easy to store. I mean, this is like, it's very clearly to me, the more research I do on Bitcoin, it's just like solved the money problem. Um, there's like, just like, it's just so stupid that I didn't see this before. I, I feel like an idiot. Uh, to be honest. And so I've just set up like some recurring buys. I'm buying it every single day. I'll buy it in larger chunks. Um, so that's it. Um, I hope that that helps. I hope this podcast was helpful overall. And um, if you did enjoy this, then give it a, uh, I mean, if you enjoyed it, just direct message me on Instagram at Arlen. I like to see feedback there. Uh, share it on your story. I'll definitely reshare you if you share this on your story. And that's it. So I hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you in the next one. All right. Peace. This podcast is sponsored by Maxi. Maxi is a tool that helps people to become the version of themselves capable of achieving their highest potential. Just go to joinmaxi.com to start transforming your life for the price of a salad. My main focus right now is on my mastermind in which I help entrepreneurs and professionals build their ideal social circle. The mastermind is invite only. So if that interests you, direct message me on Instagram at Arlen, the word mastermind to apply.